so this is a this is a bold experiment on my part because uh, I've done so many different kinds of uh, episodes on this show, and this could be a success, and it could not work at all. And this is coming from someone who did an episode that was entirely me taking my kid to Target. Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bear cast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and it's Halloween. It's actually Halloween. It's it's Halloween day. If you're listening to this the day it drops, it's Halloween day. And I know that you're gearing up for all kinds of spook-em-ups and... Uh, gadding about the neighborhood in your in your ghost costumes and your and your devil horns and making merry on Halloween <laughs> on Halloween it's it's gonna be it's a great day uh, wonderful the spirit of the spirit of haunting pervades the air and as such I have chosen what may very well be the last at all Halloween-themed book in existence from the Berenstains. At this point, they just seem to have cut off Halloween completely. It's, it's, I think it's done. I think there are books that reference pumpkins after this, and that is about it. I do not know why the dearth of Halloween books. But this episode is going to be different. And in order for me to at all make it worthwhile, I have brought on three guests uh, live on Zoom to participate in this weird thing that I've put together. Uh, we are covering The Berenstain Bears and The Haunted House by Jan and Mike Berenstain. It is a Lift the Flap book from their series of Lift the Flap books that they put out uh, in the, like 2010 uh, and so on. There's a bunch of them. There's a like, Valentine one and a few Christmas ones. This is the only Halloween one. And in order to help me out with this bold experiment, I have brought on... Well, Gemma, you've never been on this show, have you? Mm-mm, nope. So I have brought on a brand new guest and two returning guests, uh, returning from many, many, many previous episodes, Alana. Hi. And Mark. Hello, Phil. And for the first time ever, please welcome to the show, Gemma. Hello, Gemma. Hello. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you all for being here. Is everyone getting into the sp sp spirit of the season? Is that a thing? Anyone feeling it? We have ghosts. Oh, yeah. Did Alana just say we have ghosts? We have ghost cookies. Slightly ha different. Has anyone else helped uh, made any kind of like Halloween themed treat this year? I've eaten a lot of candy corn. <laughs> we got some cookies in the mail from Gemma's aunt that were oh, Halloween themed. There were gingerbread bats. Like ginger snaps type cookies? Yeah, like ginger snaps. Maybe they even had like some apple cider in them. They were very Ooh. yummy. If that's the full Halloween experience. You had like <laughs> the flavor and the shape. I think that's that pretty much covers it. And as Alana said, we have made a bunch, uh, she and Mitzi made a bunch of Halloween themed cookies the other night. Um, Like sugar cookies frosted. Sugar cookies, tombstone, ghost pumpkin and we're going to tomorrow do our first experiment with royal icings. And as as Mitzi and Alana learned, sugar cookies are more complicated than you would think. Some are worse, in my opinion. Because they're not like... Chocolate. I mean, yeah, they're not chocolate cookies, so what's the point? Uh, the book, this book that I will be sharing with everyone is The Berenstain Bears and The Haunted House. And the game we are... Well, the game. The... Uh, 
the exercise, I guess, that we are going to be playing with this book for the purpose of this episode is I am going to show you guys the book and I will then lift the flap. And <laughs> now that I'm saying it out loud, it sounds really stupid, but on a scale of one to 10, we're going to rank each lift the flap on how terrifying it is, how... <laughs> how scary each reveal is in this book. And then at the end of the book, we're going to say on a scale of one to 10, if it succeeds as being a truly terrifying Halloween experience, this haunted house. Uh, I have one clarifying question. Okay. We have a book that is called a Pika flap book. Okay. How is a, you said this is a lift a flap? Lift the flap. Lift the flap. So I guess I'm curious about the nuance of lift a flap versus peak a flap. And if that's like a time, like an era of flaps. What is your peak a flap book? <laughs> you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I think it has little holes in the flap. So you can peek into like part of the picture. And then I think I just answered my own question. That's what a peak a flap is. Is that for like kids who don't need too much excitement? <laughs> you can just see right through it. Right. It's supposed you to can, be like a teaser. I was going to say, if you can see right through the flap, I think that's just what they call a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the first lift of the flap book in like children's book history was Where's Spot? I like those. That those had like cute. a texture element to it too, right? You're thinking of the bunny book. <laughs> Rabbit Run. <laughs> I think it's my little John Updike joke. All right. Are we ready? Ready. Yes. Can you see what I see? Yes. <laughs> it's spooky. It's spooky how you all answered like that. So what are we looking at, everyone? A lot of that. <laughs> yes. This is the cover of the Berenstain Bears in the Haunted House. We see brother and sister, and they're going up a flight of stairs up to a spooky house on Spook Hill. Uh, and I'll let you in on what is actually happening plot-wise in the story is that brother and sister are looking for their lost kitty, Gracie. Did she go inside the haunted house on top of Spook Hill? That's the question. Should we find out? Is that a bat signal? Or is that just a bat flying <laughs> bat flying in the moon? It's like... There is a a, a Batman-esque bat in front of the moon that I don't think is intentional because I don't believe Jan and Mike were necessarily big fans of the Batman franchise. (laughs) Could be a little Easter egg for all of it, but it does look like there's a bat. Like, help, the kids are going into the haunted house, Batman. (laughs) So the first picture is is sisters. They look behind the shutters. Sister's going to look behind the the, the shutters and... What do we see? A bat. Upside down. They see two yellow eyes, but it is not Gracie. Okay, everyone, on a scale of one to 10, how terrifying was this reveal? Seven. If you look at it right, it looks like a guy with a weird mustache wearing a turban. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah, it does. A bat that big hanging upside down. I'd be pretty scared. Yeah, you don't know what a a bat's going to do to you or if it's sick or not. So, uh, sister. Those big things coming out of their heads. What is that supposed to be? Bat horns? (laughs) Bat horns. Uh, Don't they have uh, large ears for sonar, sort of? Oh, maybe that's they bounce embedded in their heads, though, or something. Like the bat ears are just like. Or on the sides of their heads because they're not rabbits. Also, that bat seems to have feathers. Only on its head. On its turban. No, I'm looking at the wings, and it looks like. 
they're fed. They're not, they're not webbed like bat wings. Right. Well, now I'm definitely scared. And also, the book doesn't say that it's a bat. It just says two yellow eyes. It's but it's not Gracie. So for all we know, it's not a bat. It's something from the dark mind of Mike Berenstain. <laughs> <laughs> really angry pigeon. <laughs> the eyes are pretty scary, honestly. Like that's what I would say. Like uh, five, six, but I would say maybe also seven because of the weird scary yellow eyes what happens if i do this yeah i was just trying to do that it totally looks like an owl it does look like an owl oh yeah an owl in a bathrobe (laughs) we have an upside down owl in a bathrobe now i think this just moved the the ranking up a little higher okay now moving on they open the front door here we go lifting the flap all right what do we see at least one of the passover plagues We see the uh, the inside hallway. Uh, it looks like the, the the front door opens directly onto a staircase. Yeah, right. Which means that the rest of the downstairs is just nothing. It's just empty space. Is it a, a possum sticking around the corner with its tail? It does look like a possum. A see- spider that's like two feet tall. No, the other enough after oh. that one. <laughs> Yep. That's right. as brother Fair's head. We have a little spider up in the corner on a web. But yeah, that's deadly looking. That's a fist-sized spider. Rodents are, they really freak me out. I don't like them. This is like an 11 for me between the <laughs> giant rodent and the very big spider. But I like that Mark said this is a possum. So it could be America's only marsupial. Mm, still <laughs> gross. Because it's got that little snout. But it has a naked tail and those are gross. Yeah. Yeah, That's exactly. True. It's the naked tail. That's yep. true. The that least worthy of so God's creatures. Lovely. The frog looks great. Looks pretty big. If I saw a frog that big sitting on my steps. These beautiful steps, by the way, they look like they're made out of meringue. <laughs> Yeah, why are the stairs clean? Has someone been dusting the stairs and not oh. the rest of the house? That's I don't wrong. know. He was a, a very tidy prince. And he, <laughs> 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 now he's like, can someone let me out of here, please? <laughs> he was only tidy when it came to the stairs. Uh, and certainly not the fist-sized spiders or the possum in the doorway. Can't jump that high. He respects the spider's home. We're all in this together, my friends. So on a scale of one to ten, we give this sca- for scariest. I, I say like a five. A five. Gemma, I would say, would rank it really high because of that rat. Eleven. An eleven. Yeah. <laughs> I say five because the cute frog then kind of cancels out the distressing arachnid. We're all over the place. Spooky scary. Here we go. Next one. Upstairs, brother looks for Gracie. So we see brother and Wait, sister the ceiling wallpaper, but it's also wood walls. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder who this is. Who's that a picture of over there? Oh. Is that a bear too? The last experience we've had in Spook Hill was uh, the house on Spook Hill, which has been in several books. The Bear Scouts inherited it from a dead widow and turned it into a community center. So if this is before that happens, this house is still owned by this widow who just doesn't live there. Uh, So uh, this is presumably one of her relatives. In fact, if there's one constant in all neighborhoods, I assume it's a spooky house owned by a widow. (laughs) Did anyone have in their neighborhood the spooky house that was owned by a woman, a, a single woman who all the kids thought was a witch. No. You didn't have that in your neighborhood? No. Because that is a constant in children's books, uh, in children's book series, which is every children's series has the book where you have to teach your kids that the little old lady who lives down the road is not a witch. Like, and it's such a constant in all children's book series from like Franklin to Arthur to to the Berenstain Bears, just that 
I, I assume that there is a there's an archetype there that I just never experienced. And one of these days, I'm going to find someone who did. So uh, well, hold on to your hats, everyone, because we're about to see what's behind this door at the top of the stairs. Here we go. Yikes, there's someone in here. <laughs> <laughs> who is it? It's, it's Brother Bear. It's a, it's a mirror. The mirror, yeah. Okay, but on a scariness level, if you're in a house, <laughs> if you're actually in a dark house that you've never been in, and you opened the door, and there was a mirror right there, how scary would that actually be? When we first got our kittens, and one of them came <laughs> in our room and saw the mirror, he freaked out. And he stood there for uh, 20 minutes growling. Presumably, Brother Bear is more self-aware than a six-week-old kitten. <laughs> so I'm going to assume his reaction is more the startle of like, oh my lord, I wasn't expecting to see another person on the other side of this door. This uh, is probably like a dusty, like tarnished, old, old-timey Miss Havisham mirror <laughs> that makes you look extra scary. Is he more? Re is he reacting then more to like the 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 unkemptedness of the mirror? <laughs> <laughs> There's a pretty, like, solid mirror trope, though, of, like, you know, the mirror that steals your soul or the mirror that hides mm. a secret or the mirror that shows you your desires. Or... Mm -hmm. I just want to know how he is reflected face on in that mirror when he him, when he is actually side on to the room. And also the mirror doesn't show anything other than his shirt. Wait, yeah, Alana, what if this is like a mirror that shows you how you die? Make <laughs> it like cut in half. Oh no, don't know near any magicians, Brother Bear. <laughs> the worst case of someone being cut in half that I've ever seen. This book has suddenly turned into hereditary. So I'd say it's a solid five for me. Brother Bear's cut in half. We're all terrified of mirrors. It's just a mirror, <laughs> says sister. Maybe Gracie is behind it. Let's see what's behind the mirror. Oh, no. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Halloween is ruined. What is this behind the mirror? Racism. <laughs> what could it possibly be supposed to be, though? Like, in this old house? Well, I think that, you know, it's... Uh... <laughs> Spit it out. <laughs> The widow who owned it was a cigar shop <laughs> widow. I don't know. It's a it's a statue of presumably one of Bear Country's indigenous denizens. I don't know enough about indigenous cultures to be able to pinpoint what is supposed to be represented here by the by the dress and the headdress uh, and the bundle of sticks or hot dogs. That the cigars, <laughs> cigars, I guess they seem to be holding. Is it just supposed to be a cigar store statue? Is that literally just what it's supposed to be? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's pretty horrible. Mm -hmm. I mean, like very on point that behind the mirror of your like, behind, I can't form the right sentence but like <laughs> behind how American behind the mirror is just racism staring back at you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Did the widow put the mirror in front of this statue though? Like on like she wasn't like I can't I can't move this out of the house. I I can't. No one will help me. I'm just gonna put a, a I'll put something in front of it so I don't have to look at it anymore. Is that what we're seeing here? Yes. Uh, are we tired of looking at it? 
It was too yeah. difficult to move because it's on top of a cinder block. It is on top of a It's huge, by the way. It's large. It also may not be a statue. It may just be like a cardboard cutout from like a video store. I don't know. Also, I was going to say the, the clock indicates that it's seven, but I assume that clock isn't working. Everything has cobwebs except the horrible statue. Oh, so you're, are you suggesting this could be a real person? <laughs> I'm thinking the frog prince keeps it clean. It's his true form. Um <laughs> He's been trapped this way forever. Brother seems uh, uh, rightfully perturbed by the image. So, uh, moving on, let's see what let's see what else we have in store here. Whew! Okay, we're away from that. In a cabinet inside the bedroom, sister looks for Gracie in a cupboard. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> How scary is this revelation? How old is the cheese that those mice are eating? Oh, you're right. And they know how to use a knife. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a couple of mice. They're eating a piece of cheese, but there's an entire wheel of cheese in this old cupboard with a knife that has cut this perfect wedge for the mice. So uh, so you're right. You're right. It's knife-wielding mice uh, with, a, with a giant piece of cheese. Uh, sister says, uh-oh, Gracie doesn't have four eyes and is not a mouse and is not two mice. But, I mean, this is a way to, to try to find Gracie. You can use the mice, you know, to catch the cat. Oh, I see. <laughs> Uh, I assume that sister would have to swallow the fly at first just to get the whole process started. The cheese stands alone. <laughs> Different song. Different interminable list song. So yeah, uh, not too scary, I would say. Just a couple of cute cartoon mice. Still have those naked tails, naked rodent tails. Yeah. Naked tails and this pretty Whoops. giant ah. cleaver for a wheel of cheese. Like that's not a cheese knife. That's like a meat cleaver. I mean, it may be the only knife left in the house. Fair. I guess they're rats. They must not be mice. Yeah. Those yeah. are rat tails. Those are rat tails. They have bat ears. Yes, maybe that was a rat hanging upside down in the front. <laughs> and those weren't its wings. Those were big pieces of cheese. <laughs> or knives. Oh, the rats in their knives. Moving on. What's behind this curtain, Wonders Wait, Brother? what is that curtain just doing hanging up like that? I assume it's in front of a window. Uh, we also have, It's also flanked by two portraits of two very handsome bears. And more peeling wood. It's yeah. It's like the uh, it's like the the wood is just wood, a fake wood covering, and underneath it is these perfectly smooth white walls. I mean, the seventies were a thing. <laughs> That's true. I was gonna say like this is actually a really nice house that once a year just does itself up as a haunted house. But let's see what's behind this curtain that Mark seems very nonplussed about. Uh huh. Oh. As I expected. Yeah. <laughs> It is, it's a woman. It says she doesn't look very friendly. Let's get out of here. Wait, that's the thing that scares them away? It scares him away from this position. It scares him away from where he's currently standing. Uh, it's a it's a portrait of a of a stern-looking woman with, what is that thing called that she's holding? Is it a lorgnette? Lorgnette, yeah. If I remember my, my Os Oscar Hammerstein. Hammerstein, yeah. Looks in his eyes through a lorgnette. That's what that is. Uh, that's what she's doing. She's looking at brother. What are the relations, these two men to this woman? Are they sons? Are they her husband and her husband's friend? Brother? I don't know. They're like yeah. contemporaries of each other. The one bear has like a regular tie. Kind of, and then the other has like, I don't even know. <laughs> An old timey bow. Yeah. So. On a handlebar bear mustache. Mm -hmm. And then she looks like a dowager out of a Marx Brothers movie. Yes. <laughs> I was going to use the word dowager, but I didn't know if that was offensive or not. So now I know it's not dowager. Uh, in front, uh, why does this covered in a curtain though? Is the other question. Why cover this portrait in a red curtain? 
why paint a portrait of your i assume like somebody in her family commissioned it or that she commissioned it and mm -hmm. that was the pose they chose like have her looking down her <laughs> nose at you forever as captured in this portrait flanked by her two like sons husbands like something but then covered with a curtain after her death i don't know i don't know Solid eight. Okay, I ain't afraid of no portrait. Stop. We're only a, we're only a, 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 a bit of a ways through this book. I'm gonna pick up the pace a little bit. Is Gracie behind this very small door? <laughs> Open it up. So the brother and sister are confronted by a dumb waiter, and we know it's a dumb waiter because it has a sign on it that says "dumb waiter." What's behind the dumb waiter door? Aww. Uh, what is it, everyone? It's a family of squirrels. How do we know they're a family? Because one mean, of them's in a high chair. <laughs> <laughs> and they have the tiniest dishes and two a books. Forks and knives to eat I their really, with. I thought they were eating tiny turkeys to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just acorns. Those would be peahens. That's adorable. Scary factor zero. Yes. You open up the dumbwaiter and it's a, it's a calico critter family. Yeah, they've got a little thing of dishes behind them. They've got a table and chairs, high chair. The mom and the little child are wearing bonnets. This is the cutest thing I've ever seen. It really is. Yeah. And they don't seem too put out by it. Uh, sister says, oh dear, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Zero out of 10. Maybe she's behind this big door, says brother. I bet it's a suit of armor. So... Uh, we are confronted with a giant double door, which looks like it's made out of metal. Yep. It's flanked on either side by shields and crossed swords. And uh, there's a there's a swirly rug. And the door is decorated with uh, the terrifying faces of four bears. Um, I don't know what they stand for. They seem kind of intimidating, except for the ones on the bottom, I guess. But it's it's a pretty elaborate door. I think this was like the the, the one of the drawings that Mike enjoyed doing the most. So maybe she's behind this big door. Who guessed armor? It was me. Yep. And uh, is it? It's a Not lot of armor. Not just one, but like probably six. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably six. But it's not scary. But not scary. I mean, uh, they have giant axes. Yeah, almost scary. Those are prone to fall. Is it? That's true. And uh, uh, all kinds of Scooby-Doo-esque episodes. And look at these faces. Like, that's pretty intimidating. The helmets. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah hidden long walkway to like a giant fireplace. I like that this isn't your go-to scary thing. This is like a whole, I, I thumbs up on this one. Thumbs up. Yeah, it's a long hallway and at the end of it is a fireplace. I would think it would be like some kind of sitting room, but there doesn't seem to be any place to sit. But when you go into the sitting room, or that isn't a sitting room. Proceed forward. These suits of armor sound hollow, sister says, knocking on one. Is anyone home? Oh, no. Here we go. So she's she's banging on, which, as Mark said, could cause one of the axes to fall by banging on one of these things. They've been sitting around for, for heaven knows how long. She bangs on the armor. It pops open, and <laughs> there is a <laughs> raccoon taking a bath in a, a bathtub. Yeah, how did the raccoon get the bathtub into the suit of armor? Does um, it have a water source in there? There's yeah, like a shower head. Yeah. I was going to say, I think you're asking the wrong questions. Like... <laughs> How does this? How does this work? <laughs> it's a clawfoot tub. Uh, it's basically like our shower, actually. A clawfoot tub with a shower attachment and uh, two two like handles built into the into the suit of armor. And the and the uh, the raccoon is enjoying a, a, a bubbly bath, uh, scrubbing his back. And sister doesn't react in any way. Like there's no there's nothing else. Like she doesn't say anything. She just says, "Is anyone home?" And then there's a naked man in there. <laughs> 
So I mean, that's what's inside all suits of armor, really. <laughs> I guess that's true. And inside all of them is a skeleton. Maybe Gracie climbed inside one of these, says brother. Let's take a look. And I want to call attention to brother's face. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like he's lost. He's no longer looking for Gracie. He's just like really <laughs> excited <laughs> with that armor. He looks like he saw something naughty. Like he, was <laughs> <laughs> he did. He just saw a person taking a bath. By person, you mean raccoon. Uh, a bear country person. Oh, um, is a raccoon a person if you're a bear? I, I would say if you can take a bath, you're a person. Okay. I'd say that's the definition of personhood. Okay, cool. Um, should we look inside? Should we take a look inside? Yeah. Here we go. Brother's about to lift up the, the face. I love that the, the, bear, the bear armor also it conforms to the shape of a bear face, nose and all. So here we go. Better not be another animal taking a bath. Oh, it's it's just an owl uh, on a on a perch, which is built into the suit of armor. <laughs> so um, it's just an owl. The picture looks even weirder now that brother is still there in the same position, but the owl is looking at him because <laughs> it looks like he's about to pinch the owl now. In fact, as a parent who's owned many Lift the Flap books, I can tell you that many times the flaps end up getting torn off. So eventually it's just going to be a picture of a brother bear about to pinch an owl. I guess my question is, if all of the suits of armor have bathtubs in the belly, why is this the upper side of the piping system connected to the owl? I don't know. It's <laughs> maybe that's maybe it's not a perch. Maybe that's like a handle you turn. <laughs> water. Yeah, or like it's the main water line or whatever. Like, there's a leak. We gotta turn off. Turn it off at the source. That's my. That's the sound of someone turning a, a water thing. Anyway, uh, nine out of ten. This must be the library, says sister. So the next picture is sister looking at a giant book in the library. It's a book on a pedestal. No, that book is supposed to be a bed for her. <laughs> and she Books says, "I wonder that what." Big mm-hmm. Are not good. Has anybody watched Buffy or any? I mean, don't open a book that big. That's true. Uh, Nothing good will come of it. Well, considering it's a book on a giant pedestal, it must be a very important book. Also, I think we're gone off the idea of looking for the cat at this point. Because this, there's, that's, she's just like, I wonder what this book is. Could it be... Could there be a cat in that book? <laughs> Frankenbear. Oh, it's Frankenbear. That's what sister says. Are you guys familiar with Franken, Frankenbear? No. <laughs> like frankenstein it is it's very much like frankenstein it's the same it's the same as it cool yeah is this scary is this a scary thing he has a lovely purple suit jacket Mm -hmm. but is he scary the book is it if you were if you were reading this book the berenstain bears in the haunted house alone at night and you got to this lift the flap and you opened this flap would you be scared? No. Okay. <laughs> None out of 10. Wait, am I, okay, wait, am I ranking this based on me reading the book or am I putting myself in the shoes of Sister Bear? Oh. scared I would be as Sister Bear. How scared would you be not as Sister Bear? Zero. How scared would you be as Sister Bear? Maybe like a five. At this point, I'm probably a little jumpy. Okay. The book's really big. <laughs> It is. It is a very big book. It could be a cookbook. It could be. It could have been a cookbook. (laughs) They're very big. Mark, you haven't chimed in. What do you think of this picture? Well, I think like, oh, that's not Mary Shelley's Frankenbear. (laughs) Weird that they should use an image from a movie Mm -hmm. inside of a book. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it could be the novelization of like 
the like the the old James Whale. So I film. wonder if it's a picture book, <laughs> right? <laughs> Maybe it's a book of famous movie posters. Like yeah, each exactly. page is like you turn the page and it's like oh uh, Vertigo. Oh, I can't. Th- I honestly can't think of any other. Let's not think of a bunch of great bear puns, and then record them separately, and you can just put them in here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do Please this send, and post. Send me those sound files afterwards. Maybe uh, the flat Franken bear book. Oh, it, I mean, in a way, all books are lift the flat books because that's what you do every time you turn a page. So I like the idea of Frankenbear wow. being a cookbook because it'd be like take the parts of this bear and the parts of this bear. <laughs> Franks and bears. Moving on from the live. Oh, we're still in the library. Mm-hmm. Maybe Gracie is hiding behind this statue. Says brother Edgar this- Allan Bear. Uh huh. That's not even clever. A... <laughs> uh, he doesn't seem to think so either. <laughs> yeah, Edgar Allan Bear is rolling his eyes yeah. as a statue. Yeah, it makes me, I'm looking at it now and I'm like, I wonder if Edgar Allan Poe ever rolled his eyes at someone. Like, it doesn't seem like a very, like, Edgar Allan Poe thing to do. If you were like, hey, Edgar Allan Poe, would you like to, like, yada, yada, yada? And he was like, Ugh. I guess. But this Edgar Allan Poe is definitely rolling his eyes at Brother Bear. Because of course there's not a cat hiding behind this bust. Uh? (laughs) What is it? There is a raven reading the raven. Yeah. And it looks pretty pleased with itself. It does. Its eyes are mad, but it's kind of smiling. Uh Like it's like, oh, you caught me reading the raven. It's a funny joke. It's a funny joke. Is the raven always there? Sometimes it goes and hangs out in a suit of armor. And <laughs> <it goes up. laughs> I thought you were going to say sometimes it goes and hangs upside down in the window. <laughs> maybe instead of a bat's ears, maybe that was a raven hanging upside down with its beak open. Like, and that's what the two ears were. Uh, so there's that. Uh, we're almost at the end of the book, by the way. I hope you're excited because... Brother and sister go into another room. Oh, is no, Gracie this is bu- really spooky. Time out. There's a fire in the fireplace. Who yeah. set that fire? Okay. And the clock is at nine o'clock? Oh, it looks like it's nine o'clock. Oh. They've been in the house a long time. The, yeah. I mean, assuming that this, the clock downstairs was working. Um, so what do we see in this picture right now? There's some pictures on the wall of other bears. There's some freshly cut pie. We can't see the pie piece from what we're looking at, if there is a pie piece. Mm-hmm. Right, but, but there's, there's like four plates. A little plates. bit of a knife. So maybe the rats have taken to enjoying a slice of pie. <laughs> They're ready for guests. Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, a number of plates, a number of forks. There's a fire in the fireplace. Uh, there's a pie. And the knife or the serving thing is like floating in the pie. Right. Or it's crammed in there really hard. So is Gracie behind this chair? I sure hope so. (laughs) Ray. Who's that? But someone else is here too. Is that the dowager? (gasps) It does look like her. She's wearing the same necklace. Welcome to my home, says Mrs. Grissus. Would you like some pumpkin pie? Her name is Mrs. Grissus, by the way. (laughs) And a few things. She's holding the cat. She's now on a settee, and she is very quite clearly the dowager. But how did it go from being a chair to being a, 
a settee. Like no, it's behind the chair. It's the little ottoman that you buy as a set with the chair. See, they match. It's but not, it only wait. works from our perspective. Right. Not- <laughs> I was going to say, it says, it says, brother and sister go into another room. Is Gracie behind this chair? I mean, so if, for, if you can't see this at home, listeners, the, the brother and sister have arrived from a door that is like in the back. Like they are facing the reader. They're facing the chair, which is facing away from the reader. They're looking right and into the chair, but they're saying, is Gracie behind this chair? But obviously they can see whatever is in this chair, which is no one. It's an old woman on a settee next to the chair holding their cat. She doesn't even look old, really. Well, I mean, I guess you're right. Am I missing a play on words for Mrs. Griss's? Mrs. Grizzus. Grizzus. So she's like grizzly, but just... It's just Grizzus. It's a, it's a name we haven't heard before. Uh, okay. Throughout this entire book... We've seen nothing but cobwebs and filth through this whole house. Does she only live in this? Is this a Miss Haversham situation? Because this is the only room that doesn't have cobwebs in it. No, maybe she just can't get around like she used to. She's got mobility issues. She keeps one room clean and that's the best she can do. And she bakes in the fireplace. Phil, she bakes in the fireplace. If you had a hallway of armor that also act as a community shower for animals, <laughs> would you go around and clean it on a weekly basis? Maybe you- the spiders are her friends and she keeps them around to eat the terrifying giant bugs. Well, the next page may give us some answers because here's the last page in the book. Brothers, sister, and Gracie say goodbye to Mrs. Grizzus. She may live in a haunted house, but she is very nice. They will visit her again soon. And who do we see in this final picture? Uh, the bat signal again. <laughs> well, yes, the bat signal again. Every animal they met. Every animal from the house. We see the raven, the bathing raccoon, the squirrel family, the two mice, the owl, and not the spiders of the toad. We don't. Oh, there's the toad. There's the toad. So presumably you're right. They are all her friends. I'm assuming they're who care for her. I'm assuming... Totally like your Babysitter Club book. It is an old woman surrounded by animals. So my final question. On a scale of 1 to 10, how spooky was the haunted house on Spook Hill? Four. (laughs) Six. Mm, It's like a five. And I'm going to say it was a solid five. So, uh, averages out to the center. Six divided by four is that doesn't make any sense. You're not uh, actually, Phil. Twenty divided. It averages by out five. to five. five. It averages out to five. Yeah. <laughs> so, on a scale of one to ten, the Berenstain Bears and the Haunted House scores a straight five. Uh, this was a. This was a. 28 page lift the flat book. It took us about 45 minutes to get through. <laughs> um, which is a parent experience. If you have ever had children, sometimes it does take a while to get through that favorite book. Um, I don't know if this is any child's favorite book, but it's not my least favorite. I'll go on the record as saying. Final thoughts on the Berenstain Bears and the Haunted House. I wish Mrs. Grizzis had a little more to say to these kids. Yeah. Like, I don't know, about taking care of their cat or (laughs) about her house. 
The mystery is still there. This isn't the only Berenstain Bears book where they go into an old woman's creepy house and get fed food. That happens in the Berenstain Bears uh, trick or treat. So uh, it's kind of a it's a recurring theme. Them wandering into someone's house and getting food out of it. Uh, so I think they've learned their lesson. I think depending on the direction of my life, I I think it would be really nice to be a scary old lady in a big house. <laughs> I think that could be a really fulfilling existence. <laughs> I think that can be arranged. Final thoughts, Alana? That's a lot of house to take care of. And if I lived alone in a house that big, it would totally look like that. <laughs> <laughs> the cover shows a vulture on top too, which we didn't get to see. So I feel a little let down. So yeah, this was the this was the fourth book in the Lift the Flap books. I will be covering all the rest of them eventually. Maybe not in this format, but... Uh, Trim the Tree, Baby Easter Bunny, Valentine Party, Get Ready for Christmas. There's a bunch of them. And they're still coming out. Visit the Farm comes out this year. So uh, if you're interested, HarperCollins Paperback Lift the Flap books, you can still buy them. They're still out there. I was surprised to see Dan and Mike. Yeah, this was this was post the death of uh, Stan when she, and, when she and Mike were now sharing uh, covers together. For a while, it just said The Baron Stains. And then it started saying Jan and Mike. And then just Mike. Uh, so that's it. 2010's The Berenstain Bears in the Haunted House. I want to thank my guests. Thank you, Alana. Thank you, Mark. And thank you, Gemma. Hey, thanks for having us. Happy, for having to us. Be here. Happy Halloween. Yay! <laughs> the Haunted House. Uh, if you're looking for me, you can find me at... Uh, BerenstainBearCast.com uh, or on Patreon at Patreon.com forward slash Deep in Bear Country. Anybody here have anything they want to plug during this? During the, any important messages or anything for the for the audience? No, nothing. Vote. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you haven't voted already, uh, and it, 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 this is and this is still before election day when you're listening to it, uh, then get in line uh, and vote. Make the world a better place. If 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 you can if if you that's a song lyric. Make the world a better place if you can. So uh so that's it. Happy Halloween, everyone. This was a bunch of adults looking at a lift the flat book. This is like something you do like at like one in the morning at the very end of a party, which makes me kind of feel happy. It's like we had a Halloween party. We're the last people there, and someone's like on the couch, and they reached over and they grabbed this book, and they're like, "Do I want to read the haunted house book?" And we're all like, all right, it's all right, because we don't want to leave yet. So thanks for making me feel like uh, like I had a grown-up time on Halloween. Uh, <laughs> thank you all for listening. Thank you all for joining me. Uh, thank you all for putting up with my shenanigans. And I will see you all next time deep in bear country.